0: group, this is Alicia Kwan, and welcome to the first episode of Journeyers. Calling this a podcast is making it sound a lot fancier than it actually is. This is me just trying to collect some audio and mix it around for the purpose of helping us think more about the gospel um, throughout the week and in the context of our one-anothering. Um, I think audio could be a really cool tool for us to be encouraged uh, in the sermons week to week and in the different issues that we're facing um, in our own lives. Sometimes I think that our particular church is a really good quote unquote listening church. We value the teaching of God's word. We dedicate lots of time to listening to it being taught and lots of time to listening to one another. So I thought maybe if we try to collect some pieces of audio on what people are going through as they're processing these things, then share that, broadcast that, podcast that, then maybe that could encourage us towards love for one another. So this episode and episodes to come, Lord willing, will focus on real-time topics that our group is currently facing One of the things our group is currently learning more about is the process of fostering to adopt and as you guys know danielle and willie are going through this process right now and recently they were expecting their first baby boy to be placed in their home they had a name date everything ready at home and it had looked really promising that this was going to go through and that placement did not occur And our group received the news less than a week ago before this recording took place. And so I had the opportunity to sit down with them and unpack a little more about what they're experiencing, knowing that this is a process and that there will be many ups and downs along this journey ahead of them, fostering to adopt and raise a family and be a family. So what you hear next are a few pieces from them. I'm asking them, how can we come alongside them and um, how are they um, experiencing this process and what, what can we do to support them?
1: As believers, like, we share each other's burdens. Um, So, like, when we are grieving, you know, like, the church, you know, to, you know, like, grieve with us, I guess. But I think, like, one of the first things that came to mind is prayer. You know, like, often we underestimate prayer and we think that as being the last resort or being the least that we can do sometimes. But when in reality, that's the most that we can do. You know, it's not like, oh, well, we can't do nothing, so let's pray it's more like hey you know let's pray hmm. in the situation when we first saw his picture it was like oh man like right like this it was just so sure at least that's that's the way the social worker made it sound like man you guys are gonna get this kid it's gonna happen you know so we mm-hmm. kind of like fell in love with him without even meeting him yet
2: how is it even possible to love someone so deeply and so much <laughs> To like, and we haven't even met him. Like, we're basing it off of like even a picture or even Mm -hmm. without a picture, even before we even got a picture of him. Mm -hmm. um, It's like we just fell in love and we knew like even more so. um, Mm -hmm. When,
1: and even now, like, even though like we didn't get him and the judge decided to keep him with the current foster parent, like, you know, like we actually, I mean, I still pray for him.
2: I think I also attribute that similarly to even like a miscarriage Mm. and with people that deal with infertility or people that have gone through miscarriage, like it's like, oh, this miscarriage happened. It's this sorrowful thing. And then you're kind of like stuck in this place of still feeling the, you're still mourning and like everyone's kind of moved on. Um, Mm. I will say like when people mention, um, even corporately as we're praying, um, mention, not necessarily us, but the baby in the prayers, Mm -hmm. like, um, that's helpful, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's a form of not forgetting, I guess. People that are mourning or grieving, they're like, well, I just want someone to sit with me. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily say anything. You don't Mm -hmm. have to impart any you know, wisdom at this moment, but mm-hmm. just, like, to sit with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and people have done that. Um, so one example is that I hang out with someone at church and, like, said, like, hey, like, do you want to hang out? So that, like, maybe it would help serve as a distraction. Totally no pressure. Like, this is what we're doing, just running errands if you want to come with us. Absolutely, you know, mm-hmm. and then, like, still even with that, them just giving me room to organically, like, It could be something as simple as a one-sentence thing of like, oh, this is really hard.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And just like this person did a great job of just saying like, yeah, you know, like I was thinking about just kind of relating to that. Like I was really thinking about how that could be hard. And like, I couldn't even imagine. And when I was thinking that, I was like praying this specifically for you.
1: Um, so someone like in our church said something that kind of stuck with me um and like kelly lamone she just said it like real fast you know and and it was really encouraging at least for me but she said like if god meant it to be then it's gonna happen i already know like god is sovereign he's in control but i don't know just the way kelly said it it's just like yeah like Mm -hmm. it was just a good reminder
2: god is greater than my circumstances like he's bigger than my circumstances and um That's kind of what helped me um, just reminding myself of like who God is and just going through like who God is and his attributes. And um, even in the book that we're reading, like um, it was talking in the intro, it was talking about like circumstances. And instead of asking, what should I do? It's like, who should I be? And like that was really instrumental. It's like, okay, who should I be? in this delay of this process who should i be in this delay okay now who should i be in this loss you know mm-hmm. um so i felt like that was really mm-hmm. helpful
1: another thing too is like it's just really natural and, and <clears throat> you know like just for us to be angry and just to start asking why and just to kind of go that route you know i'm like man like why me and why us why can't you just Why can't everything just go according to plan? Just be perfect, you know. Like, why do we have to suffer this loss? And why, you know, and why? And that's just a bunch of whys. But um, I was actually talking to Alvin, and you know, like I was just thinking about the Psalms. And one of the things I remember that uh, Pastor Milton preach uh, was about David and how he would actually bring his questions and bring his anger and and bring all that to God. And he would do that often in the Psalms. Um, and so I guess for me, like, another aspect of, like, going through this hardship is just kind of thinking, like, you know what, Lord, like, yes, it hurts, yes, it sucks, yes, I have a lot of whys, and yes, maybe I don't understand right now why all of this happened, right, um, getting our hopes high, and just kind of having this anticipation, expectations, you know, and just to have all of that, you know, just kind of crash and, and crumbling, you know, and, like, it's not going to happen, sorry, guys, um, is... Just coming to God himself And and just asking like Okay Lord like Mm -hmm. Help me with my unbelief You know Just help me with You know My anger Help me with my grief And just be with me In this um, um, That's like the cool thing About God You know Like we're not supposed To hide that stuff From him Mm -hmm. And have like This facade of like Oh yeah Like everything's You know Happy and sunshine And no It's you know Cloudy It's raining And right now I'm not feeling that great But At the same time, I know that you're with me in this place. Mm.
0: After recording with Willie and Danielle the following day, I went to the Women's Summer Book Club and um, we got to discuss the topics of God's goodness, His justice, and His mercy all in one and I was sitting right next to Danielle, and so she had a really cool opportunity to share, and we had a really great discussion that morning. Afterwards, I pulled a few women um, from the group and within our care group aside to record with them and just really ask them about their thoughts on how we could come alongside Willie and Danielle and anyone else going through difficulties within the group, and so uh, we just brainstormed for a little bit, and these
3: are a few thoughts from that conversation appreciate the fact that we're asking that kind of a question mm-hmm. um, and we're asking it of them because we do need to grow in our understanding. Um, for the only thing that comes to mind is for you know we God encourages us to weep with those who weep, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so for me, for us, you know, to understand the grief and the disappointment and, and to even learn to get comfortable with feeling that ourselves mm-hmm. on their behalf. Mm-hmm. Um, that, for me, I know I need to grow in that area mm-hmm. and not just say, oh, well, God knows. Um, mm-hmm. But to appreciate the struggle and take it on myself, I guess. Let it be mine. Right. As part of members of the body, right? What happens to one happens to the other.
4: Um, I remember a friend of mine who had we got married three months apart and and we said we would have kids at the same time and they had we said in five years as if you plan. And they had the first one in two and thirteen years later we had Mackenzie and by the time I had Mackenzie she had this was her fourth Mm. and I remember her saying one day um, well if you just take care of mine one weekend that'll cure you you know and so um, I just I don't know I just think of being quick to hear and slow to speak and knowing that I've erred in that and experiencing that on the end of going through something really difficult Mm. um, and so we're all about community I'm just wondering if there's a way to um, foster hearing the hearts of people who are going through significant things maybe attached to care group time or I don't know but the the um group group me group me is certainly um helping but you know that's not really just bearing your heart out and praying no.
0: together at that time and um, do you remember what was something maybe at your church back at that time when you were going through that, that process that was encouraging to you? Um, the
4: only thing church-wise that I remember is there was a leader I was in ministry with, and we were prayer partners, and uh, I had asked her to pray because we were going through our last... Uh, we had, we just really felt the Lord calling us that we was la- one last infertility treatment, and we we finally felt like we should deliberately ask people to pray, God, mm-hmm. will would be done, and then that would be it. And um, yeah, it just did not. It was there was no child. And I remember coming back in January to a leader meeting and walking into someone's house, and she looked at me expectantly, and she said, oh, "So." And I, tears mm. just started mm. pouring. It makes me cry today. Tears just started pouring down my face. And she looked at me with the most sincere tenderness and said, oh, I can't imagine what good he has if this is not it. I mean, it was just so mm. sincere. Um, so it was, I guess, looking back, she was speaking truth, but it was just that tenderness And genuine, like, she started to cry, but she just couldn't fathom what God had. Mm. Because He said, no good thing will He withhold from those who walk uprightly with Him, right? So we were redefining what is good according to what God says is good for us, you know? We think we have, we know what's good for us, and we did. But just that tenderness, Mm -hmm. uh, I'll never forget that. And that was 20 years ago, but I remember, like, it was yesterday.
5: Hmm.
4: But I think just learning how to grieve, and I include myself with that, I really need to learn how to do that with people. I've not done that well if I don't know the experience. And I think uh, one thing, that scripture of comforting those with the comfort with which we've been comforted, I have not been able to comfort some women who could not get pregnant. So how I've come to really see that scripture and studying it is that the focus is on the comfort that we've received in anything, mm. Paul said, uh, that we might comfort in anything that they're experiencing with the comfort with which we've received. So it's not, oh, I can console you because I've experienced that. Because Paul Paul could not have consoled anyone. He wasn't even married, right? But it's the comfort of God that we've experienced in, in varying degrees of suffering in varying experiences that that's the comfort with which we comfort and that's we can safely grieve with people and not have answers and again I say that as one who I like checking the box and having an answer Mm -hmm. so I haven't done that well you know many times but um, yeah it's learning how to grieve with people be okay in silence and and yet cling to the hope
0: In the midst of all these conversations, I was really blessed to reach out to Alvin, even though he's on a work trip right now, and he's going to close out this episode.
6: Well, greetings, folks. Hello to all of you from the beautiful Dominican Republic. Well, the main reason for my message is to say a prayer for our care group for specifically for willie and dane um i thank first of all alicia for coming up with this idea because it certainly helps to make me feel more connected to you all so with all of that having been said uh, please join me in prayer lord we just thank you and praise you for today and that even though we are separated by so much distance Our hearts are still knit to one another, and we know that that's all because of you, Lord, and the love that you have shown to us, that you have adopted us into your family through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and you have uh, given given us to one another as brothers and sisters in Christ. And Lord, on the note of adoption, I want to lift up Willie and Dane to you do pray that you would continue to be with them, Father, as they uh, walk through this journey of foster parenting with the vision to adopt a child or more into their family. I do pray especially, Father, that you would uh, be near and dear to them and provide for them the comfort that only you can by your Holy Spirit um, on this side of uh, last week. Um, Lord, we pray that you would guard their hearts and minds in, in Christ Jesus, according to your word, as they uh, pray to you and cast any cares upon you. I know it was a wonderful blessing for me and for those of us who were able to be at our Care Group Park Day last Sunday to hear them, Lord, uh, just speaking of their faith in you and their um, realization and understanding and appreciation for your sovereignty And so, Father, we pray that that would be sustained in them by your Spirit, that you would help them to fight any temptation there might be to doubt or to question. At the same time, Father, um, we know that you are a God who understands um, disappointment and grief. Isaiah tells us, Lord Jesus, that you are acquainted with grief. And Father, uh, we do uh, think of our summer advance reading through the book of Daniel, and this week, how you uh, expressed and showed your sovereignty by giving a, a vision, a mysterious vision, even to a Gentile clean, king like Nebuchadnezzar. Such a vivid uh, reminder, Lord, that you are in charge, uh, that you are absolutely sovereign, and sometimes you work in ways that are mysterious to us, but that you do love and you care for your people and you have a plan for them. And so, Lord, I pray that that would. Uh, minister hope and strength and encouragement to Willie and Danielle. And Lord, also, as we enter this last leg, as it were, of the 2018-2019 care group year, I just pray that you would continue to knit our hearts together as a care group, Um, that we be praying for one another, supporting one another, sending one another notes of encouragement. Thank you, Lord, for the group me chats that we have going on, including the summer advance and just how prayer requests have gone up. And there have been so many uh, great responses to those requests. And Lord, I also um, just think of those uh, in our care group that have suffered injury or are going through trial. I think of Britt and uh, Daniel and their ankle injuries and uh, Lord, those that have gone through surgery recently and are recovering or caring for uh, those who have gone through surgery like Island and Sherry. I do pray that you would be with Teresa and David and also with Eliza as she cares for Aislinn and David and Teresa as they care for Sherry. Uh, Lord, help these to be opportunities to minister grace, but also, Father, um, that the gospel would come shining forth and... Um, do what only the gospel can do in terms of transformation. And so, Lord, I just uh, commit these things to you now. Thank you for this opportunity to uh, pray. And thank you, Lord, for the devices and the technology that we have and the people that know how to use them that make this all possible. We love you, Lord. We thank you so much for adopting us into your family. And we ask all of these things in the name of Jesus. Amen.
0: that's it for this episode of journeyers special thanks to willie and danielle rebecca holly and ruby for being brave and willing to get behind the mic for this pilot episode special thanks to john demille for lending his microphone and encouragement towards starting the project and special thanks to alvin and kim for opening up their home for us to meet and really for all that they do in shepherding us day to day and week to week The Journey Years podcast is made with love for our care group and anyone else looking to be encouraged by the gospel of Jesus Christ and his community. Thanks for listening.